0: We are reading Job chapter 6 through 10 and Psalm 5 here on Commuter Bible OT. Job has lost everything but his wife, his life, and a handful of friends who have gathered around him. After sitting together in silence for seven days, Job opens up about the sorrow and agony he feels. His friends, however, greet him with calls to repent, suggesting that God would not punish someone like this if he were indeed righteous. Bildad rebukes Job, pointing to God's justice, and argues that God does not reject a person of integrity. Job, in turn, considers God's power and sovereignty, and declares that it is futile to try to bring any case against God Almighty. Job, chapters 6-10 through 10. Then Job answered, If only my grief could be weighed, and my devastation placed with it on the scales. For then it would outweigh the sand of the seas. That is why my words are rash. Surely the arrows of the Almighty have pierced me. My spirit drinks their poison. God's terrors are arrayed against me. Does a wild donkey bray over fresh grass or an ox low over its fodder? Is bland food eaten without salt? Is there flavor in an egg white? I refuse to touch them. They are like contaminated food. If only my request would be granted and God would provide what I hope for, that he would decide to crush me, to unleash his power and cut me off. It would still bring me comfort and I would leap for joy in unrelenting pain that I have not denied the words of the Holy One. What strength do I have that I should continue to hope? What is my future that I should be patient. Is my strength that of stone or my flesh made of bronze? Since I cannot help myself, the hope for success has been banished from me. A despairing man should receive loyalty from his friends, even if he abandons the fear of the Almighty. My brothers are as treacherous as a wadi, as seasonal streams that overflow and become darkened because of ice and the snow melts into them. The wadis evaporate in warm weather. They disappear from their channels in hot weather. Caravans turn away from their routes, go up into the desert, and perish. The caravans of Tima look for these streams... The traveling merchants of Sheba hope for them. They are ashamed because they had been confident of finding water. When they arrive there, they are disappointed. So this is what you have now become to me. When you see something dreadful, you are afraid. Have I ever said, Give me something, or pay a bribe for me from your wealth? Or deliver me from the enemy's hand? Or redeem me from the hand of the ruthless? Teach me and I will be silent. Help me understand what I did wrong. How painful honest words can be. But what does your rebuke prove? Do you think that you can disprove my words or that a despairing man's words are mere wind? No doubt, you would cast lots for a fatherless child and negotiate a price to sell your friend. But now, please look at me. I will not lie to your face. Reconsider. Don't be unjust. Reconsider. My righteousness is still the issue. Is there injustice on my tongue? Or can my palate not taste disaster? Isn't each person consigned to forced labor on earth? Are not his days like those of a hired worker? Like a slave, he longs for shade. Like a hired worker, he waits for his pay. So I have been made to inherit months of futility, and troubled nights have been assigned to me. When I lie down, I think, when will I get up? But the evening drags on endlessly, and I toss and turn until dawn. My flesh is clothed with maggots and encrusted with dirt. My skin forms scabs and then oozes. My days pass more swiftly than a weaver's shuttle. They come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is but a breath. My eye will never again see anything good. The eye of anyone who looks on me will no longer see me. Your eyes will look for me, but I will be gone. As a cloud fades away and vanishes, so the one who goes down to Sheol will never rise again. He will never return to his house. His hometown will no longer remember him. Therefore, I will not restrain my mouth. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I the sea or a sea monster that you keep me under guard? When I say, my bed will comfort me and my couch will ease my complaint. Then you frighten me with dreams and terrify me with visions so that I prefer strangling, death rather than life in this body. I give up. I will not live forever. Leave me alone, for my days are a breath. What is a mere human that you think so highly of him and pay so much attention to him? You inspect him every morning and put him to the test every moment. Will you ever look away from me or leave me alone long enough to swallow? If I have sinned, what have I done to you, watcher of humanity? Why have you made me your target so that I have become a burden to you? Why not forgive my sin and pardon my iniquity? For soon I will lie down in the grave. You will eagerly seek me, but I will be gone. (laughs) Then, Dad, the Shuhite replied, "'How long will you go on saying these things? Your words are a blast of wind. Does God pervert justice? Does the Almighty pervert what is right? Since your children sinned against him, he gave them over to their rebellion.' But if you earnestly seek God and ask the Almighty for mercy, if you are pure and upright, then He will move even now on your behalf and restore the home where your righteousness dwells. Then, even if your beginnings were modest, your final days will be full of prosperity, for Ask the previous generation and pay attention to what their ancestors discovered, since we were born only yesterday and know nothing. Our days on earth are but a shadow. Will they not teach you and tell you and speak from their understanding? Does papyrus grow where there is no marsh? Do reeds flourish without water? While still uncut shoots, they would dry up quicker than any other plant. Such is the destiny of all who forget God. The hope of the godless will perish. His source of confidence is fragile. What he trusts in is a spider's web. He leans on his web, but it doesn't stand firm. He grabs it but it does not hold up. He is a well-watered plant in the sunshine, his shoots spread out over his garden. His roots are intertwined around a pile of rocks. He looks for a home among the stones. If he is uprooted from his place, it will deny knowing him, saying, I never saw you. Surely this is the joy of his way of life. Yet others Sprout from the dust. Look, God does not reject a person of integrity, and He will not support evildoers. He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with a shout of joy. Your enemies will be clothed with shame. The tent of the wicked will no longer exist. Job answered, Yes, I know what you've said is true, but how can a person be justified before God? If one wanted to take him to court, he could not answer God once in a thousand times. God is wise and all-powerful. Who has opposed him and come out unharmed? He removes mountains without their knowledge, overturning them in his anger. He shakes the earth from its place so that its pillars tremble. He commands the sun not to shine and seals off the stars. He alone stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. He makes the stars, the bear, Orion, the Pleiades, and the constellations of the southern sky. He does great and unsearchable things, wonders without number. If he passed by me, I wouldn't see him. If he went by, I wouldn't recognize him. If he snatches something, who can stop him? Who can ask him, What are you doing? God does not hold back his anger. Rahab's assistants cringe in fear beneath him. How then can I answer him or choose my arguments against him? Even if I were in the right, I could not answer. I could only beg my judge for mercy. If I summoned him and he answered me, I do not believe he would pay attention to what I said. He batters me with a whirlwind and multiplies my wounds without cause. He doesn't let me catch my breath, but fills me with bitter experiences. If it is a matter of strength, look, he is the powerful one. If it is a matter of justice, who can summon him? Even if I were in the right, my own mouth would condemn me. If I were blameless, my mouth would declare me guilty. Though I am blameless, I no longer care about myself. I renounce my life. It is all the same. Therefore, I say, he destroys both the blameless and the wicked. When catastrophe brings a sudden death, he mocks the despair of the innocent. The earth is handed over to the wicked. He blindfolds its judges. If it isn't he, then who is it? My days fly by faster than a runner. They flee without seeing any good. They sweep by like boats made of papyrus, like an eagle swooping down on its prey. If I said, I will forget my complaint, change my expression, and smile, I would still live in terror of all my pains. I know you will not acquit me. Since I will be found guilty, why should I struggle in vain? If I wash myself with snow and cleanse my hands with lie, then you dip me in a pit of mud, and my own clothes despise me. For he is not a man like me, that I can answer him, that we can take each other to court. There is no mediator between us to lay his hand on both of us. Let him take his rod away from me so his terror will no longer frighten me. Then I would speak and not fear him. But that is not the case. I am on my own. I am disgusted with my life. I will give vent to my complaint and speak. In the bitterness of my soul, I will say to God, Do not declare me guilty. Let me know why you prosecute me. Is it good for you to oppress, to reject the work of your hands, and favor the plans of the wicked? Do you have eyes of flesh, or do you see as a human sees? Are your days like those of a human, or your years like those of a man, that you look for my iniquity and search for my sin, even though you know that I am not wicked and that there is no one who can rescue from your power. Your hands shaped me and formed me. Will you now turn and destroy me? Please remember that you formed me like clay. Will you now return me to dust? Did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese? You clothed me with skin and flesh and wove me together with bones and tendons. You gave me life and faithful love, and your care has guarded my life. Yet you concealed these thoughts in your heart. I know that this was your hidden plan. If I sin, you would notice, and would not acquit me of my iniquity. If I am wicked, woe to me, and if I am righteous, I cannot lift up my head. I am filled with shame, and have drunk deeply of my affliction. If I am proud, you hunt me like a lion, and again display your miraculous power against me. You produce new witnesses against me and multiply your anger toward me. Hardships assault me, wave after wave. Why did you bring me out of the womb? I should have died and never been seen. I wish I had never existed, but had been carried from the womb to the grave. Are my days not few? Stop it. Leave me alone, so that I can smile a little before I go to a land of darkness and gloom, never to return. It is a land of blackness, like the deepest darkness, gloomy and chaotic, where even the light is like the darkness. Psalm 5 Listen to my words, Lord. Consider my sighing. Pay attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God, for I pray to you. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning I plead my case to you and watch expectantly. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil cannot dwell with you. The boastful cannot stand in your sight. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who tell lies. The Lord abhors violent and treacherous people but I enter your house by the abundance of your faithful love. I bow down toward your holy temple in reverential awe of you. Lord, lead me in your righteousness because of my adversaries. Make your way straight before me. For there is nothing reliable in what they say. Destruction is within them. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongues. Punish them, God. Let them fall by their own schemes. Drive them out because of their many crimes. For they rebel against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them shout for joy forever. May you shelter them, and may those who love your name boast about you. For you, Lord, bless the righteous one. You surround him with favor like a shield. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways know Him and He will make your paths straight.